Welcome to Four Ghosts in a Pod, a new podcast where four friends get together to discuss ghosts, cryptids, urban legends, folklore, and all things paranormal. Join us as we delve into the mysteries of the unknown. Let's get spooky! Let's do. Let's let's go ahead and do the intro. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody talk. Welcome to Four Goat Dental Pod. I'm Sean. To my left is Joseph. To my diagonal is oh God, this again. <laughs> to my frontal is my beautiful wife Brandy. <laughs> and we're talking about Lisa. Lisa Lamb. Yes. Elisa, Elisa Lamb. Oh, okay. And some kind of hotel? <laughs> the Cecil Hotel. Words. <laughs> I can see some of those words, but I wasn't going to try to read those words. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm going to start by talking about the Cecil Hotel because um, it has a gritty past. The Cecil Hotel was built in 1924 by hotelier William Banks Hanner. It was supposed to be a destination Hotel for social elites and international businessmen, complete with stained glass windows, a marble lobby, and an opulent staircase. What is the opulent? <laughs> what does an opulent staircase mean? Beautiful, grand. Okay. Um, fancy. Yeah, very fancy. Okay, got you. Doesn't um, mean like this. That spiral. No. I know, but I don't know <laughs> if there was a way. <laughs> But Hanner would come to regret his investment two years later when the world was thrown into the Great Depression. Soon enough, the area surrounding the Cecil Hotel would be dubbed Skid Row and become home to thousands of homeless people. The once glorious hotel soon gained a reputation as a meeting place for runaways, junkies, and criminals. Even worse, the Cecil Hotel ultimately earned a reputation for violence and death. While tragedy and suicide have contributed heavily to the hotel's body count, the Cecil has also housed some of the grisliest murderers in American history. <laughs> I like that we're talking about so something different. I like the hotel thing. It also like kind of combines in with a little bit from Slenderman. Just a oh, little. does it now? I mean, there is like an internet folklore. Thing for it. Vibe. I like this. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the serial killers. And all of the suicides and murders that have happened killers in the Cecil Hotel. Plural? The what? Yeah, she said killers it was plural. Yeah, she yes. literally oh, so just said that yeah. it came, like it was also housing some of the most grisliest murders in America. Oh, sorry, I'm not reading along. Oh, you should have seen Emily's Listening. face though. She was so excited about the murder. <laughs> she serial needs killers, the murder. <laughs> please. Details. They were discussing serial killers before we started. Mm. I heard them. They did. It's concerning. <laughs> we may wind up dead one day, Sean. No. Mm. Oh, because we we watched your crime? <laughs> well, I mean, just be concerned, that's all. <laughs> just have a healthy <laughs> fear in the back of our heads. Have a healthy fear. Everybody should. Um, Cecil Hotel, like, I am 100% convinced that it is haunted or there's something going on with it, like some sort of ley lines happening. Because there's just a lot of stuff that has happened there that's just terrible. And I don't think we can blame it on the depression. Like, I'm like a bunch of homeless people being there. They do seem to bring bad things with them. They get stabby. (laughs) 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 So the first recorded suicide at the hotel was in 1927. 
when Percy Orman Cook shot himself in the head after falling out with his wife and child. In 1930, a man called W.K. Norton killed himself by taking poison pills. The following year, another man shot himself, and the year after that, a man died after being pinned against the wall by a truck at the rear entrance. Oh. So it's just year after year. Well, I was going to say the the first couple sounded like depression <laughs> stuff, but the the truck. Yeah. I don't know if I yeah. can blame that one on yeah, That might not be a suicide. <laughs> that might be a murder. In 1934, Louis Borden committed suicide by slashing his own throat with a razor. Um, Classic. And it just gets worse. So then in 1937, guests started jumping out of the windows. The year Grace Margot was found on the sidewalk in front of the hotel with telephone cables wrapped around her dead. No one could be sure if she jumped or fell from her room on the ninth floor. Apparently her companion, a sailor, was asleep at the time and could shed no light. Yeah, I'm sure. With something yeah, wrapped I don't around know her what neck. Yeah. <laughs> Just fell out the window. This be running wild. I was thinking maybe like with like the suicides being prominent, maybe she tried to hang herself mm. and then it snapped. Then oh. she fell out the window. And then he pushed yeah. her out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and the year after that, a man was found dead on the roof of the building next door, and investigators surmised that he jumped from the Cecil too. A few years later, a woman called Margaret Brown jumped out of her room and landed on the hotel marquee, dying a short while later. And perhaps the worst suicide in 1962 was when Pauline Auten and George... Giannini were found dead on the sidewalk in front of the Cecil. The police assumed that they'd made a pact before jumping out of the ninth floor window of a room. Then the police realized that Gian I don't know how to say Giannini was still wearing his shoes, meaning that he couldn't have fallen more than a hundred feet as if his shoes would have been thrown off when he landed by the force of the impact. Mm. It turned out he was just minding his own business walking down the street when he was hit by Auden <laughs> oh, from the sky. Wow. Gee, the last thing she did while alive was Why commit not? murder. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the fascination with death by falling? Like, I'm sorry, but that's not one of the ways that I would. There's a lot of other, I think, less painful ways. But if you, I, I mean, if you don't have the options, I guess that's pretty you easily find, I mean, hanging accessible. yourself. Well, even hanging yourself, that's still not a very pleasant one. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to hit concrete going that far and i wonder how many of them in the middle of it are just like oh maybe it's a bad idea <laughs> never mind yeah. never mind you're like we oh no <laughs> i changed my mind mm. don't die so moving on from the suicides uh we'll go into the serial killers in the mid 80s richard ramirez murder of 13 people and better known as the night stalker lived in a room on the top floor during much of his horrific killing spree and since finding corpses of junkies reportedly often found in the alleyways and hallways, Ramirez's lifestyle didn't really raise any eyebrows. He's believed to have spent several weeks while conducting his home invasion crime spree between 1984 and 1985. He was a devil worshiper, a rapist, and a killer who terrorized L.A. during this period, breaking into homes all over the city and attacking people while they slept. He was the, he was the real random one, right? This is like old people, young people. Yeah. Just wherever. Just Didn't just have a need type. to Chaos. feed that hunger of uh, being a murderer. <laughs> a psychopathic murder killer. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Serial <Sorry>. killer. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're talking about the Cecil Hotel kind of being a magnet for all of this, 
what would you call it? Chaos? <laughs> In the early 90s, Austrian serial killer Jack Unterweger, he was a copycat. Mm. Of Ramirez? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rumor has it that he chose the hotel because of its connection to Ramirez. And during the five weeks he spent there, he brought three prostitutes back to his room where he raped and murdered them. As you do. As you don't do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But as um, Idol would, Ramirez would have. He would have been proud of him. He's like, he'd be so proud of me right now. <laughs> um, and even Elizabeth Short, the Black Dahlia, was reported to have stayed at the hotel just before her mutilation. But it was decades after one of the most mysterious deaths ever to take place at the Cecil happened as recently as 2013. I heard about I like that one. I was going to say, I've, I've yeah. heard that name before. Yep. It's a rumor. They were just trying to like... Link it. Yeah, link it in some mm. way since there was so much going on already. Mm-hmm. Now we get into the actual case. On January 26, 2013, Elisa Lamb arrived in L.A. She had just come by Amtrak from San Diego and was headed to Santa Cruz as part of her solo trip around the West Coast. The trip was supposed to be a getaway from her studies at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver, Canada, where she was originally from. She had been struggling with her mental health with a recent bipolar disorder diagnosis. She really just needed to get away and decided to travel the West Coast, but she wanted to do it by herself. And her parents were really nervous about her traveling by herself, but the young student was determined to go at it alone. As a compromise, Lamb made sure to check in with her parents every day of the trip to let them know that she was safe. She started her trip on January 22nd. She first checked out San Diego and planned to check out San Francisco, LA, and Santa Cruz. She called her parents every day just to check in and was extremely into blogging, especially her Tumblr and Blogspot. Yeah, you guys remember Tumblr? Wait, yeah. what, what year is this then? 2013, sir. This one's 2013. Yes. I never got into the Tumblr. That was, uh, I, somehow I missed I was that. In it. I, I got into it somewhat. Not it much. was just Facebook, right? No. It was pretty much Instagram, Reddit? I think, right? Instagram? It was Tumblr? It was like pictures, yeah. mostly pictures, but. Yeah. Kind of. Tumblr and like a, a blog spot mm-hmm. kind of like mesh together. Hmm. I made a I made a few friends from Tumblr. It was a, it was good back in the day, but like um, I remember there being a lot of uh, mental health pages. Hmm. So like it could have also been bad, especially mm-hmm. for people I feel like, like that's the Lamb. place that a lot of the Slenderman stuff would be. Mm-hmm. I actually tried finding her Tumblr, and it still it still exists, but it's kind of locked. The only thing that I could see on her Tumblr was a quote that says, um, you're always haunted by the idea that you're wasting your life. Ouch. Spooky. Cha. It's close to home. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I didn't know Tumblr was still up. I thought that was down already. Yeah, Tumblr is still up. I think Yahoo bought it. It sucks now. There's like ads every two posts. That's not Sounds like Facebook. Like as you're scrolling? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's bad. That's Facebook now. What do you mean? Yeah, that's everything oh. now. Yeah. Maybe I just ignore the ads. Or they're usually something that I need and I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll buy that. literally everything. That's <laughs> well. Instagram. That's everything. Elisa checked into the Cecil on January 28th and was initially set to stay in a hostel, probably to save money for her trip. The hotel moved her to a room of her own after her roommates complained of odd behavior, but there was nothing I could find on that odd behavior. Nothing. She's just being weird. She's just being weird. I mm. think. 
I think I did read somewhere that she was like mumbling to herself and she wasn't really the friendliest. May have That's a bad them sign out. already. We're <laughs> talking about a, a haunted hotel and she's a mumbler. Mm-hmm. She just sounds like a wacky bitch. <laughs> a little bit. She's she's going through it. Um, so she was due to check out of the hotel on January 31st, which meant she was going to be calling her parents to tell them where her next move was and to just let them know about her day. But when January 31st came, her parents didn't receive a call. She had been consistent with her calls immediately. They knew something was wrong and the Lambs eventually contacted the L.A. Police Department. And the police searched the premises of the Cecil, but couldn't find her. And they were able to search around the public areas of the hotel, but they couldn't get a search warrant for any of the private rooms. There are over 700 rooms in the Cecil Hotel. And they even went up to the roof with search dogs, but they didn't find anything at the time. Jesus Christ, 700 rooms for them to search? Yeah. But well, they, weren't so can you, huh? they weren't allowed. To. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, is that how that works? You can't like just be like, hey, we need to find this girl. Yeah, you can't, you can't paperwork. open it up. I, I guess it's perceived as like a private residence at a certain point I because guess. those people are paying for the room. That's still weird, though. Hmm. I mean, like, I'm sure the they killer can. could be in there and they, they can't do anything they, about it. I'm sure they can. They got a phone call to this girl's parents. They're like, she's probably somewhere. They're over here. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot true. of paperwork. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Take a dog to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to play a thing, though. Like, I don't understand uh, with the search dogs how they didn't find anything at the time. They didn't get the scent. Foreshadowing. (laughs) One of the last people to see Elisa was a woman named Katie Orphan that worked in a bookstore near the hotel called The Last Bookstore. Katie noted that Elisa was in good spirits and had bought books and music as gifts for family back home. So she definitely planned on going back. Hmm. Not staying at a hotel for an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. Well, she did go to the last bookstore, though. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> ominous. Also false advertising. <laughs> well, it wasn't this time. <laughs> so <laughs> last bookstore book that you'll ever want to go to. <laughs> I did find surveillance footage, and I'm sure most of you guys have seen it. Uh, Mm. that's going to be a big negative for me. Mm. Her in the elevator? This will be new for me. I'll switch it around. This is her being weird, right? Wait, hold on. Yeah, she's she's being very strange. Yeah. And there's no audio to this. Oh, It's the clearest. So there she is entering. See that? You said this was like 2013, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that makes more sense. Just pressing a bunch of buttons. Mm -hmm. Classic elevator gag. Waiting. Am I going to get off the elevator? <laughs> what? She's like <laughs> peering out of the elevator. Very suspicious like. Yeah. Now uh-huh. she's now she's hiding in the corner. So it's like somebody's coming. Coming for her. It's a really slow elevator though. The doors are not closed. Well, maybe because she's well, standing in front yeah. of it. Well, that and she hit a ton of buttons. There's a part in this video that looks really strange to me because when she steps out of the elevator here, she's she's gonna look. Well, not here. She's gonna look to the right, and it's like she is seeing and talking to somebody that is there, but there's no one there that we can see. And then she starts making weird movements. 
like she's talking to not really like she's kind of like fidgeting she's not in control of her body yeah, yeah she looks like she's something, out something's she's out going of you right now she's completely out of the elevator oh oh it's kind of like she was holding her ears she's mashing buttons <laughs> button masher oh yeah no i, I know how. this is how you beat people in tekken <laughs> Probably trying to figure out how to get the door to the shut, left, but left, she's right, not. Right, right. It's like she's not there. Good God, she's going to town on that thing too. <laughs> is she actually hitting the buttons, or is she like? That's the spot. This she's is what she's doing. Oh, I don't like that hand movement. She's got her yeah. hands all backwards. She's doing the like, doggy paddle. Yeah. It's like she's trying to explain herself to them. Oh, demons, you don't have to get me. <laughs> I just can't go back to my room. She's like naming or numbering or something. Is it possible? She drunk? That, well, that, that or. Or she got into the moon rocks. She's drunk on drugs? <laughs> Speed up the video a little bit. She's, she's How is this elevator not closed? She's been out yeah, of the, it now. <laughs> the elevator not closed. Oh, there, oh, there we go. go. Okay. She's out of it still, and it closed. She's not in now. Yet. Or is she? She got left. She's a ghost in the elevator. Uh, it just keeps it, opening and closing. Well, it probably went to all the floors that she managed. Uh, that looks like the same floor. <laughs> You'd see the Whoa. elevator vibrate if it was going up and down, right? Because the camera. I think this is the same floor. Why would it close in and open? I mean, I don't really know. I how mean, elevators. maybe that's the spooky aspect. <laughs> oh, no, no that's a different one. They're changing. Yeah. She mashed it. Okay. She doesn't get back in? Oh. No. No, she did all. the Macarena outside. That is the last evidence for. Scene. documentation that we have of her alive um oh yeah just saw the picture of her didn't see that yeah and she's an asian so i didn't want to say she it. should know how to <laughs> mash buttons yeah Play she, tech. <laughs> she had not been taking her meds and after being off those meds for a while it was known to cause hallucinations mm. which is used later on so she should have been using her drugs for yeah. sure <laughs> but we had it all wrong the whole time yeah, i thought she was on drugs <laughs> it's a mental break there's some weird stuff there's some things that are hard to explain as well on February 19th, two weeks after the video was published by authorities, a maintenance worker found Elisa Lamb's body floating in one of the hotel water tanks. The How tank. Do you get a body in the water tank. Aren't those closed? <laughs> They're supposed to be. It's got to be an opening somewhere. Yeah, we're talking like the water tanks that go up and they have like a top or like a slender, slender, sl like a water tower. Slender? But yeah. they're on top no, no, of no, buildings. No, no, no. <laughs> They're for specific that building. Oh. Little water tower. Okay. Cylindrical? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Is that the word? <laughs> that I think I think those are like are the was it like a wooden one? I know the Oh, it's like an old time um, one. Oh, this was in California. I'm thinking New York. They have like the old timey wood 
Old metal ones. Okay. They have some metal ones. Mm. Um, California. It's hot. Mm. The tank was eight feet or ten feet tall and four feet wide. Oh, this is a small. So she like just fit in there. Mm. Um, like just barely. Like it's like a. It's also on risers on like an up step as well. So, I mean, that's that's pretty tall. Ten feet. That's yeah, yeah. ten feet's right. pretty good. No, that's pretty <laughs> no, I'd, tall. I'd fit in. I was just thinking, like in my head, and that's I see on a the big roof. One. So she would have ran up to the roof at some point. So did she put herself in the tank or somebody put her in the tank? See, mm. that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking somebody put her in the tank. Or um, she was just so sketched out and she was running from something that she thought was there. That is a really good idea. I wasn't spot. there. Yeah. She That'd thought be my that last would be the place that I'd want to hide. It's the last place that somebody would find her. But you got to think hiding. if she's not taking her medication. Yeah, if the demons are after you, you got to find a really good hiding spot. Yeah. Sorry, please, please continue. Lost my place. <laughs> oh, should we vamp? Uh, we're right <laughs> Do you need here. more vamping? Right Given that Elisa was submerged in the tank water for three weeks, her body was badly decomposed, and this did mess with her autopsy, so they weren't able to determine some of the things given the state of her body. And there were even rumors that her skin was a gritty sand-like texture and black hairs were found all over her body. Oh. Hmm. Again, that's a rumor, but something I wanted to add in there. She's got that's black gross. hair. How weird this case right? is. Hmm? That's gross. So weird. So gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel bad for the person <laughs> that found her. The yeah. Smell. Well, no, Joey. Feel bad for the patrons who were drinking the water that was coming from this tank for three weeks. Is it like, well, yeah, they were drinking and bathing in that water. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, the whole building. I mean, I was thinking like water tank as in like emergency use. Mm-mm. No, the hotel's water oh, supply. That's really gross. Yeah, it was bad. And somewhere I read, um, they the hotel stated for them to just let the water run for a little bit and the color would go away and then it would be okay to consume. Hmm. This was before they found her. I'm never. I'm. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. not leaving my house anymore. <laughs> like that's gross. Um, but besides, like the black hairs and this gritty sand texture on her skin, like there were sources that stated she was naked, and some that she was found in the clothes she was seen in in the surveillance video. So there's recent just, after that. Yeah, there's just a lot of inconsistencies Wait. when it comes to how she was found. Both, both. You said they were from sources. Mm-hmm. Both of those things came from sources. Some sources. It sounds like somebody's scrubbing the information. Yeah. Inconsistent. Yeah, like they don't know. They don't want you to know. They don't want us to. Know. They. Um, soon after the toxicology report came out, amateur sleuths began poring over any information that they could find in hopes of solving the mystery behind the death of Lisa Lamb. For example, one summary of Lamb's toxicology report was posted online by a Reddit sleuth with an obvious interest in medicine. The breakdown pointed out three key observations. One, Lamb took at least one antidepressant that day. Two, Lamb had taken her second antidepressant and mood stabilizer recently, but not that day. And three, Lamb had not taken her antipsychotic recently. These conclusions suggested that Lamb, who had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression, may have not been taking her medications properly. And it is an important finding to note, given that the use of antidepressants to treat bipolar disorder can risk inducing manic side effects if it's done without caution. 
Some people have understandably latched onto this detail and suggested it was the most likely explanation behind <laughs> Lamb's strange behavior in the elevator. Now you're into my side of the Reddit. We're, oh, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> Hotel manager Amy Price's statement in court strongly supported this theory during Lamb's stay at the CISA Hotel. Price said that Lamb was originally booked in a hostile-style shared room with others. However, complaints of odd behavior from Lamb's roommates forced Lamb to be moved to a private room by herself. But even if Elisa Lamb had been suffering from mental health issues, how did she end up dead? Furthermore, how did she end up in the hotel's water tank? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to know. Like, did, oh, sorry. Oh, Keep no, going. go ahead. I was going to say, wouldn't they like put a lock on those things? You know, there was security. So yeah. did she get ghosted into the water tank? <laughs> ghosted? No <laughs> idea. I think that it is negligence mm. from the hotel itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're letting you drink water that's a little funky for three weeks. Yeah, for sure. They Just are let it run. Yeah. It'll be fine. The negligence is already there. What kind yeah. of security are we talking? There's just supposed <laughs> to be a dude watching, <laughs> watching the top um, floor or something? No. To get to the tanks, which are on a platform of at least 10 feet above the roof, hmm. someone would have to go to the top floor, then climb a staircase and enter a locked door, turn off an emergency alarm that prevents roof access. Another ladder would have to be taken to the platform and a person would have to climb the side of the tank and there were no security cameras on the roof. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's, a, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. yeah. That almost makes it seem like if... If she was murdered oh, and if yeah. it was done by a person that they would have to know how to do all that. Maybe yeah. a maintenance guy yeah. that would know how to do all that. <laughs> that just happened. look on there, there's pictures of the tank. Happened to stumble ahead. Oh, we can see the tank. <laughs> hey, there's a, there's a body in here. It's weird. Keep scrolling. Yeah, she oh, would have definitely had a climb in See, there. this is the type of tank I was thinking. Okay. <laughs> now, how are you going to get in that tank? Exactly what she just said. I mean, I see the access climbing thing at the top, the but hatch. still climbing. right into the hatch. There's four tanks. Well, I wonder how how full it was because it's a cylindrical tank <laughs> with a hard top, no seams, Flat top. and then just a little access hatch at the top that's square. If you fell in that, and the water's not up to the top where you can reach that, yeah, you're you not ain't getting, getting out. out. Unless I'm not getting rises. out anyway. I'm a terrible swimmer. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing is when they found her, she was like 12 inches from the lid. Oh. So in re reaching up. distance. Yeah. yeah. So she would have been able to get out, or at least Unless from that information. Maybe her manic state, she or, couldn't get out. Or drown. somebody, I mean, somebody closed it. Either yeah. way, even if it was her getting up there just to hide, how'd she get up there? We already... Yeah, that, it's, that's really hard to get to the roof. There was some uh, spy stuff. You had to cut an alarm off and bring your own ladder. To get <laughs> bring, to the, bring, bring, you had yeah. to bring your own ladder to the freaking top. There would be an oh, alarm no. going off <laughs> yeah. on like on the roof, and I believe the first um, two top floors. So everybody on those two floors would be able to hear hmm. the alarm going off. And didn't you say that the police went to the roof anyway, so that the dogs should with dogs well, it's like them out. I'm sure it's a thick metal. Yeah, but they would have had her scent on, like, I mean, I'm sure they can pick up scent just by you touching stuff. And if her clothes were off of her. Yeah. And it doesn't were, rain yeah, yeah, very often there in the either. Tank. So. So, you know, either her clothes were on her, she was in the tank that way, and the dogs just couldn't smell her, or 
she was in the tank after the police searched for her mm-hmm. initially. Or she got ghosted in. Or ghosted in. Uh, yeah, my, my money's on ghosted in at this point because there ain't no other <laughs> way you're getting... Like, that's a lot of very... Obstacles. Yeah, <laughs> that have to align perfectly. Somebody happened to leave their own ladder. They happened to leave the alarm off. Uh, maintenance guy. Yeah. Um, I'm Maybe. on maintenance guy. <laughs> Who was the maintenance guy at the time? <laughs> maintenance. <laughs> we need to look into just him. Neglect. Just a bad hotel. Hmm. So the autopsy did not show any foul play from the evidence that was processed. And the coroner's office noted that they were unable to do a full examination because they could not examine the blood from Lamb's decomposing body. Hmm. No explanation why. David and Yina Lamb filled a wrongful death suit against the Cecil Hotel several months after their daughter's death was uncovered. And the Lambs attorney stated that the hotel had a duty to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb and other guests. And the hotel fought back against the suit, filing a motion to dismiss it. The hotel's lawyer argued that the hotel had no reason to think that someone would be able to get into one of those water tanks. Fair. You imagine being like, you know, how like you see those commercials. If you were in a car accident in the <laughs> years 2005 yeah. through 2006, like, can you imagine getting one of those for being one of the people that drank the water? Who oh. happened to be at this hotel at this point in time? Yeah, you may be really specific. You may be able to get compensation you for drinking dead girl water. May have had Asian soup. Mm, oh, no. <laughs> the bad kind. Sorry. The bad. I have something here from the guy who found her. Santiago Lopez. He described in detail how much effort he had to exert just to find her body. Lopez said that he took the elevator to the 15th floor of the hotel before walking up the staircase to the roof. Then he had to first turn off the rooftop alarm and climb up on the platform where the hotel's four water tanks were located. Finally, he had to climb another ladder to get to the top of the main tank. And only after that did he notice something unusual. He said, I noticed the hatch... So the main water tank was open and looked inside and saw an Asian woman lying face up in the water approximately 12 inches from the top of the tank. So it wasn't closed. Mm. And the ladder was already there. Well, when he went up there. Yeah, yeah. but he yeah, also but so had to turn off the, the oh, like, rooftop yeah, alarm. That, that, that would say that she had the ladder. or whoever, She used the ladder. Or, yeah, whoever, the ladder was used did it. left there for... Maybe. Whatever yeah. crime or suicide. Who was Santiago? The maintenance guy. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the guy. Well, of course he said that. <laughs> oh, I just found it open. Yeah, there happened to be a ladder up I there. Well, he said all this he trouble. turned off the alarm, though, too. So, I mean, that I mean, alarm yeah. should have go off at, like, you know, at some point. Unless. The hotel said, you turn the alarm off. He's like, no, sir, I didn't turn the <laughs> Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay, yes, I did. The hotel's chief engineer, Pedro Tovar, also made it clear that it would be difficult for anyone to access the rooftop where the hotel water tanks were located without triggering the alarms. Pedro. I like that name. Yeah. <laughs> Pascal? Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like I should know something? No, Pedro. You don't know Pedro Pascal? He wouldn't. He, he I don't really know wouldn't. names. We don't call him Pedro. We call him Daddy. <laughs> Cut that, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> cut that the fuck out of there. Well, the Last of Us. You didn't watch The Last of Us. Uh, did yeah, you? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that guy. That okay. Was he does that weird Daddy. movie with Nicolas Cage that I haven't seen. 
I don't know names. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was on that other I show, that right? The, it was good. The, was it? Yeah, it was the dragon show? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. He was also on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, didn't, we didn't finish that. And he's also he in a movie mountain. recently. Fought the mountain. Released. He fought the mountain. He what? died by the mountain. I don't remember the movie. I've seen it. Game of Thrones? He's yeah. really silly. Here's a scene it. where he's no. like, hold my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Pedro. <laughs> Andrew? Huge derailment. Oh. Only hell. Rewind. Only hotel employees would be able to deactivate the alarm properly. If it was triggered, the sound of the alarm would reach the front desk as well as the entire top two floors of the hotel. Los mm. Angeles? Oh, sorry. Did you fart? No. I was like, hmm. <laughs> 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 I just like the disrespect. <laughs> no. Did you just shit on my podcast? <laughs> no, shit yourself on the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Howard Helm, Judge you know what? Screw all these names. They ruled that the death of Elisa Lamb was unforeseeable because right. it had happened in an area that guests were not allowed to access, so the lawsuit was dismissed. Elisa Lamb's mysterious demise was not the first to happen at the CISO Hotel. In fact, the building's sordid past has earned it a reputation as one of the most supposedly haunted properties in Los Angeles. With such a macabre history, one would think that the Cecil Hotel would soon be condemned, but actually the building was recently granted landmark status by the Los Angeles City Council. The hotel was given the distinction because of the building's opening back in the 1920s, which is considered the beginning of the lodging industry in the United States. Meanwhile, the tragic death of Elisa Lamb at the hotel has inspired pop culture adaptions like Ryan Murphy's American Horror Story Hotel. That's oh, wow. it. I didn't know that was part of that. Well, I don't think I've seen Hotel. Never mind. I haven't seen that far into the series. No, yet. but my God. It just <laughs> my like, God. It just made it a historical building. Well, not because of the stuff. No, just because it's old. I get that. Yeah. Well, now I'm going to start talking about the elevator game. Elevator game? Yeah. Oh, that was all the whole. Uh, you have two, more than one? Or is elevator game no, part of this? No, this kind of plays into a theory. Um, mm. Redditors believe that Elisa Lamb was playing the elevator game. The most trustworthy of journalists. Mm. It's like a Bloody Mary kind of thing? Kind of. It originated in Korea around 2010, 2011. And it's, it goes like this. Oh, well, I well, you guys made me... What do you Talk just mash it. six a bunch of times? Six, 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 The elevator game Urban Legend is said to have originated in Korea and involves carrying out a step-by-step -step ritual in an elevator inside of a building with at least 10 floors. Players must go alone and they start by pressing the button for the fourth floor, then pushing buttons in the following sequence. Second, sixth, second, tenth. While not getting out on any level, after traveling to the fifth floor, a mysterious woman will enter the elevator, though players must not look at or speak to her. Finally, the players push the button for the first floor, and one of the two things might happen. If the elevator descends, players must exit the elevator and building without looking back as the ritual has failed. If it goes to the tenth floor instead, the ritual has worked, and once players step off the elevator, they'll be in an alternate dimension. Hmm. That's interesting. 
Sounds like a lose-lose situation. Well, it sounds like she ended up in a water level that she didn't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, is that the consequence of failing the ritual but not leaving the building? So the consequence is probably because she spoke to the woman. Mm-hmm. She uh, was, you're not supposed to acknowledge or speak to them. Keep your head down. <laughs> Don't look at me. And then she screwed up and she's like, shit, I screwed up. She's like, oh, I got to run out of here. She ran up the stairs instead of down the stairs. Wrong way. Or she right. got ghosted water into the water tank. <laughs> she just went eat. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, they didn't describe the alarms. Do you think that the elevator is part of the alarm? Like you get up there and then you pat, you push some buttons and then you're through. Is that maybe what she was doing? She was mashing buttons and it turned the alarm off? Like there's a level that you can't get to without knowing the code? Well, it said that the the alarms go off when people go up there. So you just you you put a code in. Yeah, I was going to say, I would imagine it was on like an access, a roof access access door. door. That would make sense. Kind of like how the fire exit. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if she just knew the cheat codes. (laughs) (laughs) Hacking the system. Yeah, so that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Late. What? Bye. 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 See you later. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed it, please follow us on Instagram for more updates on future episodes at 4 Podcast. And if you have a story you want us to cover, send us an email at 4 at gmail.com. <laughs>